Hello there, beautiful. How you doing? Welcome to Godfather, Godfather Minute. Minute. I'm Alex Robinson. And I'm Connie Corleone. <laughs> and together we are the, the Godfather, Godfather Minute, Minute siblings. What was up with that? What? Who are you calling beautiful? The listener, of course. Oh, okay. You All think right. I was talking to you? Well, you were looking at me when you said it. Well, I was, I, I was looking through you. That's why I went You're not right to blame. <laughs> That's why I went right into a Connie Corleone because you. Oh no! no I, I thought was, you were Johnny. I'm trying Sim- to get the listeners more involved. I thought by complimenting them, I would, <laughs> I would kind of like they'd be like, "Oh, okay. <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to chop up the intro." No, that's <laughs> right. That's what we're here for, man. <laughs> All right, uh, we're here actually to talk about it in '99. Yes, '99. Dead button men. <laughs> <laughs> All getting processed through Bonacera's funeral den. We funeral should, den. <laughs> we should do a um. We like we are Yankovic, except just do Godfather mm-hmm. parodies. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Parody popular songs. <laughs> totally. Just making them about the Godfather. <laughs> hey Vito, where you going with that rose in your talks? There you go. Perfect. Hey Vito, don't make it bad like that. Kind of good. Yeah. Totally. There's there's a lot of material we could do for that, no doubt. Yeah, that's true. We, we could do huh. some. Well, I, I can. I might be able to come up with some of those. Well, I, I never understood the rights. Do we need the rights to do that? You you don't need permission. You don't need permission. They get royal. They you know you have to pay royalties. And oh, stuff. okay. But you don't need permission. You do not need permission. Okay. It's just like doing a cover. Oh, okay. So they would still get hmm. royalties from it and whatever. But uh, okay, so we have the green light to do it. Can we use God now? This is a little different. Can we use Godfather dialogue? Can uh, we sing Hey Jude but use Godfather dialogue? We probably can, as long as we're not using the actual recording from the movie. And then the Beatles would get royalties. Would Paramount get royalties? I don't think so, unless they sued us. Huh. But I mean, legally, do they have a right to to um, royalties? If we if we were like uh, keep you know, like. Keep your friends close <laughs> and your enemies closer. Like, <laughs> remember I, to leave the gun. <laughs> I don't think I think I think it's on. considered like fair, like parody or fair use. You can like Mad Magazine doesn't uh, have to get permission to. Hmm. I think as long as you're and they don't pay them either. Yeah. So why do we pay the Beatles and not Paramount? Uh, I think because it, the music is different than copywriting like abs characters and things like that okay i think all right but again i i think i think the only thing you have to do is go before a judge in the morning to show cause and then i think you're i think you're in good shape after that so speaking of that i feel like we need tom hagan here to guide us yeah (laughs) Yeah. Um, there's a lot of money in these parody songs maybe not now but when the digital revolution comes we've got to get into that and if we don't get into it the other families will and then with the money they make they'll with the royalties they earn they'll muscle us out (laughs) they don't have our overhead our publishing industry (laughs) Tom, maybe we need to start investing in publishing then so that they'll have to pay us to use the music. That's, wow. Uh, that makes him a good, uh, yeah, that's good the, cry boss. This is a Michael Jackson yeah. uh, 
technique. Yeah. I mean, the, the Paul McCartney. That's he's the one who uh, Paul McCartney persuaded Michael Jackson to get involved in publishing. Yeah, and might have hurting him. But and Michael then, Jackson died, so yeah. And then and then Paul said, when, "Oh and no!" Then, <laughs> and then when Michael bought all the Beatles catalog, that's when Paul said, "Beat it." <laughs> that's the headline. We're jumping ahead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so a minute 99 yes uh, also known as minuto this gets, nu- numero ahead. 99 oh 99 yeah it gets easy again after the 8 99 what's the deal with 8 98 99 yeah that's 99 yeah mm-hmm. 99 that's mm-hmm. easy to remember mm-hmm. I can't imagine when next time we're a 100 a totally new number system I know yeah Oh, you already know how to say a hundred. How for for Vincenzo? It's, it's in GF two. I know. Well, I don't remember what they say now. Centani. Centani. I mean, that's a hundred years. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Cent is like Centani. century and uh-huh. Adi would be yeah. like annual. Okay, it would be true. Popper's still alive. <laughs> it's not the way I wanted it. <laughs> um, it would. It would be true if I could book tash- passage on the Queen. <laughs> Uh, so in minute 99, Mikey leaves Don Tom, where he's still in Sicily. Mm-hmm. Mikey leaves Don Tomasino and goes for a walk to the mm-hmm. town of Corleone, mm-hmm. accompanied mm-hmm. only by his two bodyguards, mm-hmm. Fabrizio and Ronaldo. And, and Carlo. C A L O, Carlo. Hello, Carlo. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that funny? Like when they went to America, they added the R. <laughs> like you're you're Carlo from Corleone. Oh, you're so you're Carlo. <laughs> you know, infamously, yeah. they just change people's names. <laughs> uh, I remember reading in a book one time that they were talking about before um, uh, writing was very common, before mm-hmm. li- widespread literacy. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you wouldn't even really know. So Carlo, Carlo and Carlo would be the exact same oh. name because you're, you're never reading it. You're yeah. only just hearing it. Oh, so wow. Yeah. That's why like some, when some people's names, they'd be like, oh, he was known as this or also this mm-hmm. because people weren't quite sure. You know, it's only a. Uh, so yeah. Interesting. A, uh, you know, it's a purely a. Uh, what's that? A uh, spoken. No, it's like a, an oral. An oral. System. Anyway. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. there's no tech printed words. It's all uh, oral, oh, uh, oral tradition, oral tradition. There yeah. you go. Yeah. So, oh, uh, that's interesting. Yeah, that would make sense that different spellings um, arose. Yeah. Well, and maybe that's maybe that also is why. No, that wouldn't make sense. I was going to say in one line, there are names like Michael, uh, Miguel, Miguel, mm-hmm. and they're all related, but yeah. they're all they're all. They're different because of the language, but I don't think that's related because they actually sound different. No, I think that's, I think. I mean, they're related, but I'm not, I'm saying it's not the same reason that. Well, here's, well, it is kind of because here's, here's really what happened. You had all these different towns and villages that all basically spoke, you know, dialects of Italian or or Mm. German or whatever. And languages that are just a mishmash of other things. But then once like, okay. Once the king said, okay, French is now the official language. Mm. All these other dialects, you got to get in line. So wow. like, so basically all the people on one side, okay, we are now all French. And all mm. these people on this side are now all German. And then so that perpetuated the difference because now you're reading it and mm-hmm. you're, you're grouped much more with other people who all speak the same language. Yeah. As opposed to just being a one village where it's its own little 
thing. Yeah, you know what I mean? Oh, it's fascinating. It's so like one village you'd be known yeah. as Miguel and one village the same person would be known as Michael just because people yeah. would pronounce things slightly, slightly yeah. differently. Maybe Miguel Corleone, do you give up El Diablo? <laughs> it's all mixed up. Carlo Risi. <laughs> Carlo. So Fabrizio. Every time I see that in print, yeah. reading the script, Fabrizio, I always think of uh, an air freshener. <laughs> Fabrizio. <laughs> The Sicilian air freshener. Is Fabrizio, that a- the Sicilian air freshener. That's the name of the episode. How about that? Perfect. Write it down before we forget. Uh, do you like think a- they call him that because he stink? Like, did they call it? Did they call it Febreze as a way of busting Fabrizio's oh. balls? They're like, oh look, we need a deodorant after you because you need it so oh, much. Oh, that's right. Because we spray it every time you leave the room. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. Because um, yeah, Febreze is the name of the product, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what that means in Italian. We should look it up. Yeah, we should. We'll ask. We'll, we'll ask, ask. We'll answer. answer. Yeah. Are you going to check in? We're, I thought we were waiting. To, weren't you going to check in with our resident Sicilian or Italian expert Pete about something? I thought there was some pronunciation. Mm, probably, thing yeah. Gonna, anyway. I mean, he told us ca- Canolo. 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 Carlo. Canolo. I think it was Mrs. Uh, Clemenza who told us that. <laughs> I wonder if there's a Sicilian. I, every language, I think, has their tongue twisters. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, we yeah. should have. We should learn some Sicilian tongue twisters. Totally should. But one, uh, you know, let's make up some Godfather Sicil- Sicilian, Sicilian tongue, tongue, tongue twisters. twisters, or in English. But I, one would be like cannoli Carlo, <laughs> like, like <laughs> Carlo cut cannoli. <laughs> Yeah, wow. something like crafting his candy store countdown. countdowns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like, something like that. that. Something like that. Um, so you haven't even given a summary of this minute yet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we just jumped right in with the... No, no the, I did. For, did Mikey you? leaves Don Tomasino and goes for a walk with his two bodyguards. Oh, that's right, yeah. Fabrizio and... Uh, yeah, yeah, and so Carlo. That's, yeah, Carlo. <laughs> Every time I say Carlo. So one of the things that struck me watching this minute for the mm-hmm. first time... Um, so you and I are... Uh, we, sh- we are half Polish. Mm-hmm. And then a, a mishmash of other things. Mm-hmm. A quarter Colombian and, and then your, your Western European potluck yeah. for the other quarter. So <laughs> they call it potluck. Do you find that, do you, um, do you think we missed out not having that kind of cultural heritage of like an old country and traditions and things like that? Yes, I do. Yeah. I have to say I'm, I'm, I'm a little envious of people who had had and still have that tradition. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't help but feel it's it's there's something really fun about tradition, right? And uh, stabilizing. Yeah, I guess it's one of those things where when you're a kid you don't like yeah. it, so you resist <laughs> it. But then yeah. when you get older, you you take comfort in those yeah. in those things. So it's 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 like keeping a diary. Like whenever I've tried to keep a diary, I'm like, mm-hmm. the good part about it is that you get to read back on it in the future. Yeah. Or writing it every, every day I is know. a drag. Yeah. So that's the problem with traditions. Is, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's good when they're already instilled in you, but not yeah. when you're trying to, when you're resisting against yeah. them. But, um, and it would be a drag if you had children and, and they were fighting it and you had to indoctrinate yeah. them and fight them yeah, to yeah. keep it going to... Especially if you're if if it's a matter of relocating to like a new country where mm-hmm. there's gonna be a lot of pressure to be for yeah. the kids to be modern and and, yeah. and reject that. Well, because our 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 paternal grandmother came from Colombia mm-hmm. and spoke Spanish, 
but at that time coming to New York City, they were discouraged from speaking their native tongue. Right. And so they were they had to learn English and and that was typical at that time. Yeah. Whereas now there's a lot more um yeah. There's there's more of a uh, not a pressure to keep eh, maybe it is a pressure. It's a more multicultural it's, society. Yeah, and it's more more uh acceptable if you keep your continue to study your native language. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably encouraged even because mm-hmm. you know. Well, here's a little uh, dual. You know, I work in education, and in particular, I really, su- I support dual language, bilingual, or two way immersion. A lot of different names, mm-hmm. those kinds of programs. And if a if a, a child speaks a language, let's, let's say Tony Consiglio, mm-hmm. he comes to America and he's he only speaks Sicilian. Mm-hmm. If you make him just speak English all the time in school, he will learn English more slowly than if you simultaneously continue to develop his Sicilian language skills and hmm. English. Hmm. Yeah, the hmm. research is very clear. Oh, it's interesting. If you if you don't allow them to continue studying their native language, uh, it's called subtractive bilingualism. Hmm. Yeah, and then and it's harder for them to learn English. Oh, huh, interesting. Yeah, it's really interesting. Uh, Why are we talking about that again? Because we were talking about Fabrizio. Oh yeah, well, cultural cultural heritage. Yeah, culture, yeah. Like how, how about you? Do you feel like we missed out? Um, to some extent, although I don't know, I feel like a lot of that might be more romanticized than actual. Yeah, like there's a reason people move away from the old country. Mm-hmm. So um, I did go to point. Poland, mm. and um, the thing that struck me was how many of the people looked like uh, our cousins. Mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> like i guess yeah. particularly because i guess we have our, our female our girl cousin donna and she has two two um two daughters mm-hmm. and they all look like there's a thousand of them in poland you know yeah. they both look very very mm-hmm. eastern european so yeah. uh, so uh i remember when my wife and i moved to poland uh, moved to poland moved to portland <laughs> another <laughs> just, white another just take out the r and the t and you're in poland <laughs> boss yeah uh, and the, the, within the first few months, we went to the Polish festival, which mm-hmm. is, happens every fall in North Portland. And it was stunning going there and looking around. I felt like we were in our grandmother's hometown of uh, Scranton, Pennsylvania. <laughs> I guess that's not her hometown, but that's where she grew up. Yeah. But just so interesting how people look alike. Yeah, that's even, really funny. Even just unrelated generations apart. Yeah. You pass down that look. Yeah, that's funny. And no one knew how to get there. Too. Everyone was totally lost, and <laughs> so you know you can make half that I joke. <laughs> um, back to the Godfather. Yeah, uh, I was trying to look up some. You, now you, last week you said you had some Sicilian history stuff and factoids. Mm-hmm. Did you? Did you? I have right. some. I have, yeah, some I have a little bit more from well. the book. Yeah, yeah. You want me to go into the book? Uh, sure. Okay. Well, I'll tell you one fact what I had, that modern, um, the modern region of Sicily was established by royal decree. Whoa, what do you mean? Tell me ni- more. 1946. Okay. So, what that does that was, mean? That was when... Uh, Who decreed that? The, I guess up until that point, Sicily, like the, um, the king of, of Sicily. Okay. The king of, uh, of Italy. Oh, all right. You know, basically set up mm-hmm. a new, like, Sicilian... But basically, this so it's interesting because it happened in um, 
that happened in May of 1946, mm-hmm. which means it's around the time that Mikey is yeah. actually there. So yeah. I, I wonder if that had any impact on his uh, on his stay oh. there, or is that just show you what Sicily is like? That even though governments are changing, it's still basically the same. Yeah, like lifestyle that yeah, new government had for hundreds of years. So yeah, what you got for us? Got some interesting stuff about Sicily and also about the the story itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll do it chronologically in the book. Page three twenty five. Puzzo right. Oh, remember? So remember last week we talked about Doctor Daza, Doctor Daza, who um, has some understanding of medicine, but not someone you would go to if you not had a, a real toothache. doctor, not a doctor. <laughs> yeah, and so uh, Michael realizes pretty quick. Michael, Mikey's a smart guy. He's been at college. And he realizes that Dr. Taza really doesn't know what he's talking about in terms of medicine. Page 325, Puzzo writes, Dr. Taza offered to take Michael into Palermo with him on his weekly visit to the bordello, but Michael refused. (laughs) His flight to Sicily had prevented him from getting proper medical treatment for his smashed jaw, and he now carried a memento from Captain McCluskey on the left side of his face. The bones had knitted badly, throwing his profile askew, giving him the appearance of depravity when viewed from that side. (laughs) He had always been vain about his looks, and this upset him more than he thought possible. Uh, The pain that came and went, he didn't mind at all. Dr. Taza gave him some pills that deadened it. Taza offered to treat his face, but Michael refused. He had been there long enough to learn that Dr. Taza was perhaps the worst physician in Sicily. He read everything about about medical literature, read all his medical literature, but he even admitted he couldn't understand it. So that's the first part of what I wanted to share. Interesting, right? Yeah, I, guess. I don't think you see Michael later in the movie with with he a messed up jaw. Yeah, he doesn't look any. He doesn't. I guess yeah. the the uh, the practicalities of having your movie star with a yeah, you know, you want him to look handsome. You don't want some ugly looking guy up there on stage yeah i think nowadays actors commit a little bit more every three days they would have rebroken his jaw <laughs> <laughs> uh so i guess it's sort of a literal like uh expression of his his mm-hmm. descent into because mm-hmm. he even says like from certain angles he looked depraved which is kind of mm-hmm. like what him as the godfather is exactly you know, yes. he looks like he's respectable but if you look at it from the right angle yeah he looks depraved I'm yeah. kind of deprived. Absolutely. Puto writes, moving on. Uh, Michael was always accompanied by two of the, quote, shepherds attached to Don Tomasino's estate. So that's Fabrizio and Caro. <laughs> the shepherds of the island were often recruited to act as the mafia's hired killers and did their job simply to earn money to live. Michael thought about his father's organization. If it continued to prosper, it would grow into what... Uh, had happened here on this island, so cancerous that it would destroy the whole country. Sicily was already a land of ghosts. Its men, oh, Fredo Corleone, right? <laughs> Sicily was <laughs> was already a land of ghosts. <laughs> its men emigrating to every other country on earth to be able to earn their bread or simply to escape being murdered for exercising their political and economic freedoms. Interesting, right? Yeah. Um, Puzzo continues, his two shepherd bodyguards always carry... Are you ready to learn learn about their firearms, Alex? Sure. Yeah, okay. of course. His two shepherds... His two shepherd bodyguards always carried their luparas with them when accompanying Michael on his walks. Alex, say it with me. Luparas. 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 You got it. The deadly... You got sus- it. <laughs> you got it. 
Zaza Lupara. The deadly Sicilian shotgun was the favorite weapon shotgun. of the mafia. Do you remember how to say it? Shotgun? Yeah, how do you say it in Sicilian? Um, uh, Gutala. Lu- <laughs> no, that was what uh, Karen Allen said in, in Nepal and <laughs> Raiders of the Loose. Pastare. Pastare. Lupara. Indeed, the police. Uh, in, oh, this is fascinating. This is so interesting. You're, you like history, right? Alex? Sure, love history. Puzo writes. It's a little bit about how the mafia came into power. Indeed, the police chief sent by Mussolini to clean the mafia out of Sicily had, as one of his first steps, ordered all stone walls in Sicily to be knocked down to not more than three feet in height so that murderers with their luparas could not use the walls as ambush points for their assassinations. That interesting. I wonder if that's still today. They're just low walls. Hmm. This didn't help much, and the police minister solved his problem by arresting and deporting to penal colonies any male suspected of being a mafioso. When the island... Oh, this is so fascinating. Penal colony. Yeah. When the island of Sicily was liberated by the Allied armies... This is World War II, Alex. At the end of World War II. (laughs) The American military government officials believed that anyone imprisoned by the fascist regime was a Democrat... And many of these mafiosi were appointed as mayors of villages or interpreters to the military government. This good fortune enabled the mafia to reconstitute itself and become more formidable than ever before. Yeah. That interesting. That's, that's crazy. It probably happens throughout history, too. Oh, like I think yeah. of the Middle East when the Americans went in and uh, like empowered certain people to fight the, the government. Yeah. They, like, like who's really... <laughs> Who are you? Who are you supporting? What are their motives? Yeah, or just like any time we're in, like you know, I guess even today it still happens where if a country has an election and we're like, yeah, you know, we don't quite like that result. Suddenly you're suddenly now declared yeah. a, a bad, you know, influence. Mm. So we have to kind of help overthrow your government. Yeah, just because you know. So. Yeah, and then you put someone into power, and you really are they really any better? Well, or you're just like, who cares? As long as they're doing what we say, I don't, yeah, we don't care. True, if they, yeah. You know, if they torture people, it's not our problem. Yeah. You know, that's a. Uh, so that's how the mafia got back into power. And that's how the mafia okay. got back. <laughs> that's the end of Act 3 or Act 2, right? <laughs> you have anything? Sicily, uh, 5 million people. This is currently 5 million people mm. live in Sicily. Okay. Uh, 8.3% of the Italian population. So a little okay. less than 10%. All right. Um, and also the city of Corleone has 11,000 people. That's pretty small, actually. Mm, that's kind of small, yeah. I well, figure half of those people must be involved in Godfather tourism. Oh, yeah. Or, or work <laughs> at the Anti-Mafia Museum. <laughs> That'd be they so just, fun. They just put everyone on the payroll of the Anti-Mafia oh, Museum. Oh, yeah. Just, <laughs> you don't have to show up. You just, you yeah. just say you're on the payroll. <laughs> that's like Jenko Olive Oil coming to front. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, oh, they're, they're actually... Uh, uh, laundering all their money through the museum. This, oh, this museum makes a hundred million dollars a year. <laughs> These guys coming and making donations, dumping like you know twenty thousand dollars into the little. Uh, they're always all these cup. Yeah, they're always C notes <laughs> shoved into that jar. I don't door. like the C note. <laughs> that's what we got to do in the bonus content. We got to start changing dialogue. Oh yeah, that's what we'll do this week because that's when you and I joked about earlier today. We said, what if Frankie had said? Oh, Rosado, I, I kind of like the C-note. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the last thing I have is uh, three famous people from Sicily. Mm-hmm. 
um, the mathematician Archimedes, uh-huh. uh, the film director Frank Capra, okay, and the uh, comic book inker Vince Coletta oh. is from uh, Vince Coletta. Famous. What did he do? He uh, was around during the 60s, mostly at Marvel. He started during their, mm. when they were first starting out, and he's kind of famous for being a really bad inker. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he was very fast. But, uh, but so he was more, fa- he was the kind of guy where you're like, oh my gosh, this thing, we have to get this project completed uh, by like two weeks. And you'd be like, yeah. all right, I'll do it. But yeah, you know, like if you can, comp- people have compared his, the pencils he's been given and then what he did with the finished artwork and he would leave out like tons of details and uh, stuff. Oh, because, bummer. You know, he was just trying to, yeah, just trying to crank it out. Was there, he so. always the go-to guy just to get it done quickly? Yeah. I thought, well, I mean, or I'm did sure he work on long-term projects too. No, I think he was generally a, a, um, kind of like, uh, <laughs> That's he a, wasn't like a relief pitcher or something. Like he was yeah. on some books regularly, but he yeah. was, you know, uh, famous for being fast and uh-huh. somewhat not like artists did not want him on their books because, and he was from Sicily. He was born in Sicily. Apparently. Are you suggesting that he wasn't really qualified, but some <laughs> couple regime installed <laughs> him there as like a, because the, cause Stanley owed him a favor. Well, no, I would <laughs> say it's more like, um, it's more he was he was competent enough, but he it was more like he was ruthless that he would just be like, I don't care. I'm just here to do the mm-hmm. job. And so that's more like so in that sense, he was ma- like mafia. But not. Yeah. I think he was because there were plenty of other terrible anchors out yeah, there. He yeah. wasn't he wasn't like like totally on. You know, he worked for 30 years in the business. Yeah, so yeah. it must have been at least yeah. confident. Anyway, it's way more talking about Vinnie Col- Vince Coletta <laughs> than I was expecting to do. But uh, it was just when I was reading through the list, I was like, oh, my God. It was just, you know, it's like finding some name you weren't mm. expecting to pop out. And yeah. so like reading a list of, you know, oh, people totally. killed in Vietnam. And then suddenly it's yeah. like some person's name you recognize. Uh-huh. So what are you going to rate this one, Alex? All right, I think I have a number in mind. I have a number in mind. Can you tell me what happens in the minute again? Um, Don Tomasino's like, you know, <laughs> just kind of walking around. Hey, he's like, I want to yeah. go to Corleone. He's yeah. like, we'll get in the car. He's like, I'd rather mm-hmm. walk. And mm-hmm. then they walk to, to Corleone. And he goes, this is it, Corleone. That's right. Okay. So, <laughs> Thanks for the recap. Yeah, not much really. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Before we rate it, we talked a little bit about culture and tradition. Do you think there's a town that that where we come from? Well, I mean, ultimately, yeah. yeah. Is it some some small town in Poland and some small town in Colombia? Yeah, I mean, some relatives of ours. Yeah. So many back then. Yeah, because it's not did. always going to be a small town. It could be a city. Yeah. People. Uh, mm. Well, the fact that our grandparents had a farm makes me think mm-hmm. they probably were farmers back in yeah. in Poland too. Yeah. So. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's a good bet, but yeah, it is weird to think like imagine telling some Polish peasant in like 1900, oh yeah, like some hundred hundred years from now, you know, some of your great great uncle, your great nephews are going to be, you know, living in America. It would just be weird, yeah, living in America and and speaking into microphones and, and not knowing a word of Polish. Oh, I know. You, you bet your dupa we don't know any Polish. <laughs> Uh, all right, so I got a rating. Okay, I think I have mine. You ready? One, two, two. two yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the star. Of it's still beautiful. It's fun to watch. Yeah, it's a two. 
What are we going to talk about on the in the bonus? Content? I think this time we do the Godfather switcheroo, where we take yeah. lines and we just uh-huh. change them enough where it gives us exciting new storylines. Oh, that's to, so to, funny. To do that. So if you want um, to hear us talk about that, we've been teasing it for a while, but uh, go to GodfatherMinute.com/support, mm-hmm. and uh, you can listen to that. A little bit more of us chatting about the Godfather. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and we'll be talking more about The Godfather next week here on Godfather mm-hmm. Minute. So, until then. Oh, wait, I wonder, uh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, I do. Uh, record scratch. I'm not sure I'd like to sign off. I feel, like change I feel like we're doing Zaza too much. Okay. You want yeah, to change it? Let's pick something else. Okay. What do you got? Um, Godfather Minute. When you're here, you're family. <laughs> That sounds like it's a restaurant. Olive Garden. It's Olive Garden. Oh, is that the Olive Garden? Yeah. Oh, God. I've never been to an Olive Garden. <laughs> I never I oh. either. How do you know they're a thing, man? Because it's a commercial. Oh. It's, it's commercials. Okay. Would you hear your family? <laughs> How about uh, until next time, you can never lose your family. <laughs> oh, she hasn't said that yet. Yeah, though. she hasn't said it. It should actually be something we've... You think we should end with a line from the that we've, from the from the minute? Or one that we've already heard. No, it could be something in the future. How about this? Let's alternate, and we'll we'll surprise the other person. Like I won't know what you're going to say, and you won't know what and I'm going to say. And we say at the same time. No, no, we alternate. Like so oh, this time alternate. you'll come up with so like oh we can't say it together then. All yeah. right, let's try it for a few times. All right, you got one. No, you're going first. Well, right? I'll go. Okay, ready? Okay. Um, let me think. Um, okay, I got one. You ready? Okay, ready. Until next time, this This is the the business business we've chosen. chosen.